Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Georgie. Welcome to Dead Dove, a fan fiction podcast. A fan fiction podcast or a podcast about fan fiction? Hmm. Why not both? Hi, everyone. Hi, yeah. Dr. Ribs. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are at the end of this part of my fan fiction journey mm-hmm. that you have taken me on. You took me by the hand. You took me skipping through this grassy meadow filth. And <laughs> I have learned so much. I have had my assumptions challenged. Mm. I have had my opinions reversed. And, you know, I've had my eyes opened. Well, you say you've learned so much. Let's not speak too quickly. For because this episode, Mm. it's going to be a quiz. God damn it. We have our end of semester exam, Fan Fiction 101. What happens if I fail? Uh, We re-record the entire season. Uh, Every episode. Word for word. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it basically just cue me doing that for like 80 hours just weeping in a corner yeah yeah it's like again 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 yeah literally so (laughs) okay so i better be on the spot with this yes absolutely wow okay what format is this quiz gonna take i have 10 questions for you 10 is it one per episode i guess yeah i'm not stupid i ain't stupid you didn't just chuck this together i did not know i will ask you the questions there is no time limit okay um, but, can we cut, but like, don't can take we, the piss. You know can what I mean. Can we cut the big pauses out when I'm thinking to make it like it answers straight away? Uh, no, I'm gonna make them longer okay. and put in the countdown music, put in clown or music. like the the <laughs> mastermind music or something. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how it's gonna go. Before we begin, is there anything you want to say? Now we're at the end of this first season. There is, and I will inevitably say something at the end too. Oh, okay. But I think that <laughs> I'm really proud of the way that you've entered into. Oh, thank you. In that I know that this is a subject that is often ridiculed and derided and belittled, but you've come to this with such an open mind and open heart and open eyes. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you might regret the latter. <laughs> and it's really nice and refreshing to see someone new engage with this in a way that is so open and that is so eager and honest. So thank you. Oh, well, there are. I will say, not in my defence, I'm not on trial. Um, <laughs> in the dark. But, but what I will say is that, obviously, when we started, I said, I don't want to take the piss out of this, but also, this is not my bag at all, and I'm very sceptical slash cynical of the whole, you know, the whole affair. But it really didn't take very long for me to to, to kind of get into it. And I, <laughs> I think about the, the first episode and how I was still kind of like... Uh, well, I'm just going to be the the one who who kind of makes fun of this, and you know, Georgie is totally earnest about her love for things, and here's me being the comic relief, just kind of going, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then literally two episodes in, I was like, I just want to learn more, and mm-hmm. I just want more of this stuff because there's like a joy in this, and that's something that I w- was like criminally overlooking and shamefacedly like just being um very sniffy about mm. and i want to apologize uh, to no one why should i <laughs> i was about to say yeah. breaking news <laughs> matt, matt, matt apologizes um I, we can leap straight to the tearful apology video yeah. that most youtubers seem to do absolutely but yeah so um thank you georgie for taking me on this um this adventure i've enjoyed so much of it <laughs> <laughs> almost all of it um and yeah i genuinely couldn't have done it without your guidance and deranged commitment <laughs> to the bit i guess i think yeah and the fact that we're you know we're wrapping this up and then we're you know genuinely sitting down to talk about what we're going to come back with for next season 100 percent um is you know a testament to how much we thought because we, we came up with this idea and we were like well you know, maybe it'll be a good pilot. We made a pilot and we thought, yeah. oh, that's good. And then we were like, well, okay, let's see if it's a good two or three episodes. And it was. And then here we are. I think we, so like for a week before we started doing this, we would like text each other every day being like, is this still, is a, this good still a good idea? idea yeah. And we go, oh, fuck. It's yeah, it's, it is a good idea. That means you've got to do it. Yeah. Because I always think that you should think of an idea, sit with it for a little bit. And then if you still want to do it, I, I know this because I'm the person that picks up a new hobby after seeing one TikTok and my house yep. is full of fucking lino prints and jewellery <laughs> making and all this b- bullshit, right? Yeah, you, um, you need a cool down period to make yeah, sure exactly. it's not just, uh, you know, like a little bit of over-exuberance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been accused of that in the past. Would mm. you believe? Mm, I can't, it doesn't <laughs> seem like you. I know, right? And, um, and we kept saying, is it still a good idea? And we kept going, oh, fuck, yes, it is still a good idea. Shit. Yeah. And look at us now. Yep. 
So in, in a way, it would have been good if we'd have recorded the pilot and we'd been like, yeah, that wasn't a good idea, was yeah, it? That was just shit. Yeah. But here we are. And I've, I've really enjoyed the process. It's been really fun just like talking shit <laughs> with <laughs> you and reading some weird stuff yeah. and learning like about uh, kind of like almost like a subculture that I had no idea about at all. So um, yeah, that's it. That's the sentimental stuff out of the way. For now. For now. Let's, yeah. get, let's get quizzical. Let's get, get quizzical. Quizzical. Um, we can cut that out. Nope, absolutely nope. not. Nope. So, question number one. Straight in. Straight in. Okay. Straight in, bitch. Right. Okay. okay. Question one. Right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What is a ship? And can you give me two ship names? Um, a ship mm-hmm. is a fictional relationship um, that fans of a certain property will um, get behind and support. And they are often represented by a portmanteau name, mashing two together. Um, my examples will be Peraltiago. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. Uh, Peraltiago, that's one. And um, uh, Louis Stylinson? No, that's wrong, is oh, it? Oh, close. The last name's right. Larry it's Stylinson. Very, very good. Very good. Um, and I'll give you Destiel as well. Thank you. And... Um, Wincest. Yeah, yeah. Give you that one as well. All right, show off. Um, I, I, I there was a, there's a question mark around or an asterisk around whether I got uh, Larry Silence incorrect. There so is. So I wanted to give you some more, which I appreciate, and I will give you the point. However, I will note it doesn't have to be a fictional relationship. No, it doesn't. There's RPF exists. Mm. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. And also, like Peraltiago is canon. It is, but they're so. also fictional people. That's what I meant by it was uh, fictional. Okay, well, don't have to be fictional. We know this, right? No, yeah, I should have learned But that. you will get the point. Do I get you, the point? You okay. Get the point, How absolutely. many points are off here? Uh, ten. Ten, okay. I'm not going to be like giving you extra points. Per no, question. like I'm, I'm a harsh points. marker. Okay, okay, right. So I'm I'm one for one. One for one. One for one. I love it. What's the passing grade? Is it ten? Yeah, only oh, ten. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Okay. <laughs> question two. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. What TV character was the centre of a boom in the TikTokification of fan fiction, fan skits, lip syncing and fan songs in summer 2020. Eddie Munson. Absolutely. Are you not letting me finish? Also, can you sing a line of either of the songs? <laughs> God, no, I can't. We recorded it so long ago. I can't remember what it is. is. It, you can't that you won't. Uh, both. Or pick one, pick one basically. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think you should. I don't. I disagree. I wrote okay. the questions. Yeah. So um, can you name like a bit of the songs or describe is, any of the songs? Uh, the thing is, like, he doesn't like something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. He's dead, and I don't like it. Is that right? No, so it's the Chrissy wake up. I don't. Like I don't this. like this. That's Chrissy right. Chrissy wake up. Yeah, that's right. I remember now. I'll. You know what? Fair play. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give well, you, you my, Eddie Munson. I'll so give you my excuse for not knowing that. And it kind of puts the blame at your door because that episode only came out yesterday and I've only, oh, actually it only came out about two hours ago (laughs) and I've only heard the rough cut, which did not have the song in it. So the last time I heard the song was when you played it to me when we recorded it, which was about 10 years ago. It was, it was literally a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Okay. So that's. But you know what? You've got, you've got the vibe, right? That's, that is, I keep saying that about me when, whether I'm in like a job (laughs) review or whatever, it's just like, I'm more a vibe than any kind of measurable metric. Like a human. <laughs> Just, yeah, like yeah. a black actual person. Solid, um, liquid, gas vibe. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Okay, I'll take it. Question three. Three, okay. Name any three tropes and give an example of them in context. Um, now, this is, a, you, I know you've picked this deliberately because I get confused between tropes and tags, but I'm going to go for uh, friends to lovers. Yep. Enemies to lovers. Yep. you got and two, yes. There's only one bed. I knew you were going to say that one. <laughs> There's only one bed. Absolutely. Those are all tropes. And in context, some friends become lovers. Some enemies you become... You can't... No, that doesn't count. Do it properly. Play well, the I've game. Got, I can't be an example of them. Yes. Oh, okay. So um, Spock and Kirk work together um, on the assembly line of a um, sandpaper factory. <laughs> what? And they don't get along at first. Mm. But then it gets a little intense oh. and they make love. Oh. Not in the sandpaper On the, factory. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Owie. Literally. Yeah. So that's an example of that. Uh, two, and then I'll, I'll combine the other two. Okay. So Draco and Harry, they famously don't get along. Famously. And they're lost in the woods. Oh. Right, as they are. 
they're off on an adventure of some shit they do. They're at public it's school or whatever. It's magic bullshit. And they stumble across like a little, like a bivouac or a tent or something that's going to give them shelter from the storm that's raging in. Mm. And they pull back the, the canvas. And Why guess what? Why is it what? there? I don't know. Some huntsman or some okay. shit. <laughs> I don't know. Harry Potter and the, the huntsman. huntsman. I think I've seen that. Pulls back the canvas. Guess what? what? Only one fucking bed. Oh they're going to have to share that. Yeah. I wonder if their um, enemy's status will change. If they're sharing that bed. There's a lot of one Spoilers. Jokes. They do yeah. they do sex. They do. Oh my god. They do a sex on each other. Do I get that do you get the point for that? You do, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Very good. Very good stuff. Thank you. Uh, question three, three for three. Three for three, yep. yes, absolutely. Question number four. Oh god. What is an AU and can you name two? Yes. I meant for it to rhyme. Well, AU stands for alternate universe. Yes. And name two specific AUs. Yeah. Your favourites. I, oh, oh, like a coffee shop AU. Yeah. And the Omegaverse. That's, ooh, would I call it an AU? I'll take it. Yeah, we'll have it. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, but it. I mean, I could pick, you know, Library AU or Sandpaper Factory AU. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. Okay. You know, that's, that, I think if you look on AO3, that will be a common trope. Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay, that's fine. Um, trope or AU? You're mixing your uh, uh, your things. Let, move along, move no, along. Okay. So I'm a language student, so I had to put in a, well, student. You're going to make me do a old. question in French? No. no. Um, I'm going to make you do a translation exercise. Oh, God. Please translate this YN drabble. Okay. This is longer than I thought it would Read be. Read it aloud. Okay. You couldn't stop the tears brimming in your brown orbs. Soaked from the rain, you pushed your blonde bangs back from your face and heard a voice shout from behind you. Hey, wait, please, Dr. Ribs, please. <laughs> you turned around as Han Solo approached you, white shirt drenched through under his soft leather waistcoat, out of breath after running to you. Matt, I have never known anyone like you. I'm sorry that I cheated on you with the Stormtrooper on the spice run, but I only know, I only know home in your brown gaze. Brown eye gaze? Your eye colour gaze. In your brown gaze. Yeah. In your brown gaze. It's like a nicer word, maybe, but yeah. Uh, and I only know peace in your warm embrace. Matt Risby, my Dr. Ribs, will you marry me? <laughs> did I crush that? Did you? I did. I was a bit thrown by the your brown gaze. Yeah, because you could have been like your chestnut gaze, your walnut mahogany gaze, gaze. Your mahogany gaze. There we go. Um, your sunlight through a glass of whiskey gaze. You know what I mean? Yeah, smoked ashtray gaze. <laughs> I love that. Off. There we go. Very good. That's I'm five foot five. That is you're five foot five. I'm five foot five. Um, I'm getting shorter throughout this season. So I'm being withered by the smut. Did you write that bit? Of, I did. Oh yeah. wow! You know what I like, don't you? So <laughs> a a wet hand solo. <laughs> yeah, that's not something you'd do. You'd I do don't that to fucking me. know. Would he not? No. Do you not think? No. Why? Because he would never apologise for having an affair. He's hand solo. He loves you. He does. But then also, he's Han Solo. And I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're so real for Different postcard. That. Yeah. Post, different postcode. Different, um, different postcard. Different system. Does he send you um, postcards? postcards? He does. Wish you were here. I'm boning a stormtrooper. <laughs> My shirt's wet. He has your Christmas card. So yeah, whatever, exactly. Yeah. Okay, next question. Question number six. Okay. What is RPF? Name a problem it presents. RPF stands for real person fic. And it poses a problem because the people that the fic is about exist in real life and have real feelings and, you know, real families and real uh, concerns and real concerns for their safety. So if I wrote a bit of fan fiction about Han Solo, he's not real, and everyone could, and I gave it to Harrison Ford, he could probably laugh it off. But if I gave Harrison Ford a bit of fanfic that I'd written about me and him that was deeply explicit, <laughs> he might not find that so funny. To be fair, he probably would. Uh, he probably would, yeah. yeah. Very good answer. Question seven. <sighs> getting through him now. Get, getting to the, you know. Yeah. Name or identify a segment mm -hmm. on the AO3 categorization symbol square. The little four windows. Yeah. There's the audience it's intended for, whether it's general audience, mature content. Okay, yeah, yeah. Explicit. Mm-hmm. Teens and above, I think there is a, a thing for that. I think there's five different entries in that, maybe mm -hmm. four. Um, you only have to name one, but he, you're going for gold here. There is the gender of the participants. Yeah. Is the top right-hand corner. Oh, my God. Okay. And then... Or like the ship type, we call that, probably. Yep. Yeah. Then uh, I'll come to 
to the bottom right hand corner the bottom left corner is whether or not the author has supplied any archive tags yeah and the bottom right one is whether it's explicit is that right no fuck what's that one again whether it's completed oh yeah if it's finished or not yeah very very good showing there thank you very very good did you go and look that up no no but the i don't believe you (laughs) the ship that was the hardest question i thought on the quiz so top right is blue Mm. The top left, it changes depending on what the rating is. Mm-hmm. Bottom right is green. Yeah. Well, or if it's and then completed, yeah. sometimes you don't see what colour the other one is depending on what they put. Very good stuff. Look, Eat he looks, shit, Georgie He Broad. looks so <laughs> fucking proud. He's got his shit eating grin on his face mm-hmm. right now. I'm very proud of you. you. That was the hardest one, I think, so yeah. you did a really good job. Question number nine. Go for it. And I'm going to make a quick last minute edit to this. Well, to make it really difficult. Yeah. Um, can you name one mm-hmm. of the top ships from the AO3 Top 100? I said from the past two years, but I know that we've just put an episode out about the most recent one. So I'll we include have. that too. Okay. Any, In fact, because I'm including that, I'm going to say name two of the top ships. Of the top 10? Top 100. Top 100. Um, and I'm going to take any of the ones we've talked about. 2021, 2022, 2023. Uh, Ghost McTavish and... <laughs> What the other? What's the other guy's name? I'm not telling you. It's a question. Okay, right. Come, I'll come back to that one. Drarry will be in there. Yeah. Destia will be in there. Yeah. Larry will be in there. Larry yeah. Stylinson will yeah. be in there. Steady will be in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All that, and then a bunch of anime ones that when you you tell me them, I just kind of I tune out. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I'll yeah. allow it. Thank you. Uh, it's soap, by the way. Soap what? Ghost and soap. Ghost and soap. Yeah. Is that like Chase and Status? Yeah. <laughs> Ghost and I Soap. saw Chase and Status live. I was really drunk. Can I tell you a story about Chase? It's not a story. It's just that I'm an idiot. I yeah. thought for ages uh-huh. it was a, a person called Jason Status. <laughs> Jason Status. Jason Status. So that's what I thought. <laughs> it was like, Meg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is there any Meg fanfic? There must be. Oh, yeah. Because there's, there's, there's Meg books that go back Well, J-Stay is, you know, is it? there's okay. a lot of like J-Stay and The Rock stuff. I bet there is. Do they have to fuck each other the exact same amount of times just so they yes, don't exactly. for their billing? Is there, yeah, Precisely. that was a great joke there. <laughs> if you do say so yourself. Yeah, thank you. Last question on the quiz, Matt. Fuck, is it really? Yeah. Question 10. I feel like I've crushed this. I think you have. Are you ready for the last question? Go for it. Quiz? How many pages is... <laughs> Word count. Something I could never possibly... Yeah. What fruit? <laughs> Orange. Lime and lemon. Um, explain to me. Okay. In your, it's a fucking essay. <laughs> yes, the essay, essay, essay portion of the text. <laughs> Sean Connery has entered the chat. Yeah. Explain to me, in your own words, why fan fiction is so important and how your opinion is different from when we started season one. That is to say, explain to me why you get it. You sly old dog. You. <laughs> At the start of the season, my opinion was that fan fiction was badly written but well intentioned. Uh, fiction set in a recognisable IP in which the characters fuck each other. I think I believe that is the exact <laughs> phrase I use because we yeah. used it in our trailer. And I have grown into the opinion that fan fiction is actually a space for people who have been forgotten and overlooked and underrepresented and misrepresented in mainstream media and people who genuinely love and adore the characters they're writing about and yes, they are fucking each other in some of these, but it's mainly, well, a large part of it is because mainstream media companies that are owned by conglomerates that are only accountable to shareholders and they exist only for profit are not interested in telling people's stories. And fan fiction is a space where ultimately it's about telling stories and sharing them with people who have like a genuine joy and love of those characters and stories. And that is why I get fan fiction. I'll allow it. Do I get a point for that? You do get a point oh, for that. Oh, thank you. Yes. I thought you were going to go, no, fucking no, wrong, do it again. Dark, dark shit. I hate it, actually. Um, no. So if my maths is correct, yep. which is, you know, let's be honest, questionable. Yeah. That's 10 out of 10. That is 10 out of 10. That's amazing. That's amazing to you. Well done. Yeah. I mean, everyone else must think. I wonder how everyone else at home did if you played along. At home. If you played along, uh, if you've been paying attention, you should have got all of those, uh, all of those right. <laughs> because I feel like between my kind of stumbling through this subject and your expert analysis, people who listen along should have a great grasp of what fan fiction is. And I've had people tell me like, I don't know anything about fan fiction. I feel like now I do. Also, someone told me 
that they read some fan fiction for the first time <gasps> off the back of listening to our podcast. That is that okay, so obviously That's huge, right? Like I obviously wanted to do this podcast because there's a whole thing, right? And I think you kind of touched on it earlier, whereby people feel a lot of shame for having like unbridled joy. It's really weird. So me personally, there's some things that I will talk about so openly that I probably should feel ashamed about. <laughs> Like this. And there's other stuff that I won't talk about. Mm -hmm. And I think when we started this, I think it's fair to say, we just said, we just want to have a fun time, right? And I think the fact that obviously now you kind of get it, Mm -hmm. but the fact that someone has gone to this for the first time because of listening to this podcast. And and gone to AO3 and searched for it to find it. That makes me really, really happy. Do you know what they read? I'm guessing, based on their personality, it was Star Trek related. That's fair. Yeah. Well, um, you know, back from whence we came, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right back to the beginning when yeah. we, yeah, that's how it all started. So is it fair to say that I passed the test? I think you did. I think. With flying colours. And this is the portion of the show where I am going to surprise Georgie. Oh my God. And if you need to know anything about Georgie, (laughs) is it that she fucking loves surprises. She -hmm. loves when things unexpectedly happen (laughs) that she has no control over and she is... Don't cry. It's okay. I I can see you gripping (laughs) gripping the microphone with white knuckles. But I think there is another measure with which you can... You can pass me on this grade. Okay. On this course of fan fiction, whether you can give me an A star or whether you can give me a C plus, C minus, must mm-hmm. improve. So I've been writing fan fiction this whole time. <laughs> and, well, hang on, that's not strictly true. Oh my God. I basically had an idea that for this last episode, I would present you with some fan fiction I wrote. Then I signed up to have an AO3 account, found out that it takes eight weeks to get approved mm-hmm. and then kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then three days ago, I got the... The email saying you have had your application for an AO3 account approved. So I was like, I better move fucking quickly. So you know when I said I couldn't meet you for lunch on Monday? Yeah, I was writing <laughs> pornography. Um, oh so I've got a couple of fanfics I'd like you to read for the enjoyment of everyone. Oh my God. So I, I so wish that you, you printed them. Oh my I God. I printed them out. Now they are on AO3. I only put them on AO3 this morning and they've already got kudos. So I'm fucking thrilled. So I have got some fanfiction for you. Um, and I've what I've done is I've done a bit of table turning. So you gave me the very first bit of fan fiction I read on the show is you gave me some Anakin Padme fluff because it's yeah. your comfort couple. So I've written you some anime Padme <laughs> Anakin Padme anime anime. Why is their ship name not? Uh, do you get why I like it? <laughs> P- Padakin. Yeah. I've written you some Padakin fluff, some nice domestic fluff. Oh my God. And then I've written some Lord of the Rings pornography. <laughs> I've written some some romantic gay Lord of the Rings erotica. <laughs> and I'd like you to read it. Now, I'd like to bear in mind. I, oh my God. That, like, I've got I'm, really hot. I need to take my cardigan off. Oh um, my God. I'd like you to bear in mind that I did write this in two days. And when I say two days, I mean like two hours because, you know, my lunch breaks. But um, I'd just like to know what you think of them and see if I've learned anything about them. And then maybe you can look them up on AO3 to see if I've tagged them correctly. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> right. So Georgie's going to read these now. She has not seen these before. Um, this is so... Oh, my God. Because I actually said to you that I was going to show you something that I'd written. And I conveniently left my notebook at home. And when you said that, I was like, I'm actually glad because I don't want it to be like, well, I've written some too. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. So um, please let me know what this is. Do you want me to read out loud? I want you to read it out loud oh for everyone. He's just doing this because he wants to brag about how good of a writer he no, is. No, 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 no. So this will, I will listen to this and I will be like, oh my God, this could change so much because I wrote it in two lunch breaks. So, um, but I think for, for two lunch breaks, it's not half bad. And I'm not going to say, I actually pretty much enjoyed writing the gay porn. <laughs> that was really fun. Okay. <laughs> this is, so that sentence is all I wanted from this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, who knew? Oh my god, okay. Okay, go for it. Right, title please. Two hearts, galaxies apart. That title, um, when we get to the end, you'll realise it's a really clever title. (laughs) Okay. Go for it. Padme couldn't sleep. Maybe it was the heat. Maybe it was the endless traffic streaking across the Coruscant skyline. It's Coruscant, come on. (laughs) Maybe she was just tired after ten straight hours of hard talking on the Senate floor. These were certainly all a factor, but deep down she knew... What was making her so restless? Keeping a pretense was exhausting. Anakin couldn't focus. Try as he might to clear his mind, he could not. 
His thoughts were clouded, cluttered, hard to pass. Snatches of voices calling out, their messages unclear. He tried hard to concentrate, to shut it out, attuned to his meditation, but the more he tried to force it, the louder the voices became. And it wasn't just the noise in his own mind he needed to quieten. The comms chatter he overheard coming from the outpost sounded like they'd be moving out imminently. Padme cradled her stomach. She hadn't begun to show, but it would only be a matter of time. At least she could drop the act when it became public knowledge. But then would come the inevitable scandal, plentiful ammunition for her opponents and enemies. The Senator and the Jedi. She didn't care what people thought, but she knew Annie would bite. She smiled at the mere thought of him, but the warmth that briefly rose in her chest quickly dissipated at the counterthought of him being so very far away, wherever he was. Obi-Wan had put in <laughs> Obi-Wan had put his faith in him, and he had much to prove. His master had taken his time lengthening his Padawan's leash, and Anakin had grown frustrated at this overly cautious approach. But now the doubt had started to creep into his own mind that Obi-Wan's faith might be misplaced. This doubt was just another in the tangle of voices scrapping for attention in his mind. He struggled to find his centre as the voices grew louder and louder, more and more twisted and confusing until finally, Padme. She took a deep breath and held it. She let it out slowly and felt suddenly lighter, at ease, complete, as if she had tuned into some long-forgotten frequency. She knew he was trying to reach her, and even though she could not see him or hear him, she could feel his presence, feel him reaching for her, searching. And she allowed herself a moment, a reminiscence. She was transported back to their courtship, to the swaying grass and the meadows outside Theed, Annie's awkward, clumsy attempts to impress her, the gentle braying of the shark and the mist of the great falls prickling her face. Home. I'm gonna cry. He let out a long breath and the chaos of his splintered thought suddenly calmed. It was just he and Padme. They cast off the finery of their wedding attire and sat on the dock, hand in hand, bare feet in the lake. Her head rested on his shoulder. There was barely a sound to disturb the serenity. There was no senate, no war, nothing. It was perfect. It was true. And it was all he ever wanted. General Skywalker interrupted a voice. It was Clone Commander Apo, gruff, certain. We're moving out. Anakin got to his feet. Padme was dragged out of the moment, startled by a knock at the door. She knew it was Sabe, with tomorrow's speeches to revise and rewrite. Again, it never ends. As she sits herself up, her body aching at the effort, she feels something inside of her. A kick? This early? Maybe she was mistaken, but no, there it is again. But it felt different. In that moment, she knew. She knew there wasn't one... (laughs) She knew there wasn't one heart beating inside of her, but two. Twins. She longed to press Annie's hand to her stomach so he could feel it too, but she was alone. Tired and alone. General Anakin Skywalker stood on the ridge and looked down to the rugged valley below. He could see the grey industrial spires of the Malastra, that's what I said, fuel depot breaking the tree line and the massed ranks of B1s protecting it. (laughs) Two hearts, he whispered to himself quietly as squads of ARC troopers flank him on the ridge. Galaxies apart, my love. And then he gives the order to attack. Oh my God. Well, first of all, it made me go, as I was reading it, that is a sign of a good fluff. Okay, good. Right. Okay. Very nice. So uh, thoughts. Uh, the 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 title is clever. It's very because good. they are two hearts. They've got a heart each, and they are galaxies <laughs> apart. Yeah. And then also she's got two hearts in a tum tum because exactly. there's twins, and he doesn't know about them. Yeah. So he doesn't know it's twins. Does he know it's twins in the thing? Anyway, I'd like to say I wrote that in an hour, and that's better than anything George Lucas wrote in the prequels. So I'm going on record. No, to say it. no, because I know you've already been in Mikey's DMs trying to start a yeah, fight with him about the prequels. Yeah, he told sorry. me. Yeah. Do, uh, do, you, do you enjoy? Does, does, it, does it. it hit the, the right notes for you? Oh my God, absolutely. And I liked it. And you know what? I always filter out anything that has anything to do with pregnancy. I know you do. I was very cautious about putting it in there, but then I was like, I've thought of the title now, so we'll go with it. <laughs> you ignored. You yeah, ignored to be, honest, to be honest, it was a title first, and then it was like, yeah. okay. Because I didn't want to do an AU one, because you know, before they're like ordering like a pizza or whatever. Yeah. I wanted to do an actual one. Yeah. Whether it's fix it, fix or not, I don't know. Because it does, it does mention can things. I was on Wikipedia looking up the names <laughs> of those cows in from uh, uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So yeah, I thought I thought it was quite nice. That's really, I honestly, that was beautiful. You it's enjoy a gorgeous little drabble. Is this the one that has the kudos? Or they both have kudos? They've both got kudos. <gasps> I don't know what they're up to now. 
as well. But yeah, we'll have to we're going to go check. We're going to yeah. go check, and then we're all going to go and leave Kudos on Matt's fan fiction on oh, three. That was so. beautiful. That was beautiful. Okay, so maybe something that's maybe not so beautiful now. Oh, uh, so this one also has a very clever title that we'll get to at the end. Entwined. Entwined. Matt, it's this called. This one's quite long, so it's four pages. It's four pages, but you're gonna fucking love reading. Do you have to this. read the whole thing out loud? Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Look, 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 this is the tables being turned, Georgie. Gimli. Okay. Okay. Right. Sorry. Entwined. Entwined. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what my AO3 name is? I was literally about to say what's your AO3 username. Neil Evan Dandelion. So it's Neil Evan Dandelion. Yeah. And it's a joke that me and Georgie have. <laughs> Because I thought that was the name of a famous anime, but the name of the fan of <laughs> the famous anime actually is <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> oh yeah, I was close. So that's now my O3 name. So find me on there, and you know, give me the kudos because I may continue to write fan fiction. Who knows? So uh, oh this is a piece of Lord of the Rings smut. It's romantic smut. The one I liked of the the Lord of the Rings smut that we read, the middle yeah, one. the middle one was my favorite um, as well. So what I would say is I've made no effort to make it read like it's written by J.R. Tolkien. Okay. Because I, I don't write in a very florid way. Florid? Yeah. Flowery? Yeah. I, I can't do that. So, yes, this is uh, Lord of the Rings, romantic smut. I'm, I, I genuinely cannot stop smiling. And it's called Entwined. Oh Please take it away, Georgie. <clears throat> the first line the first was for line. you. There's only one bed Gimli snorted in protest. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Aragorn and Legolas have barely had a chance to check this small, seemingly abandoned shepherd's cottage Fuck yeah. um, before Gimli had found the only bed inside and was now prostrate upon it, asleep and snoring loudly. I'll take the first watch, said the elf, brow furrowed, more in disgust at the dwarf and the prospect of the watch itself, after another day of endless pursuit. Legolas stepped back outside and attuned all his senses to their surrounds. The shepherd's cottage stood in the glen on the fringes of Fangorn Forest, its roof partially collapsed, splintered door hanging on its hinges, orcish script scrawled across the walls. Whatever foul fate befell its occupant, it came at the hands of one of the myriad hidden in these ancient woods. They must remain cautious, vigilant. I hope they don't. <clears throat> Aragorn stepped outside to join him, shaking his bow from his back to the floor, un <laughs> unbuckling his belt and removing his sword and scabbard. The pursuit had entered its third night and they seemed not to have gained any ground on their quarry. Legolas was correct. These Oryx moved with an unnatural speed, driven across the plains of Rohan as if possessed by some terrible force he could not comprehend. The trio could not keep up the chase indefinitely and this brief pause offered them a moment of respite, a chance to catch their breath and regather themselves, ready to pick up the trail again at first light. Aragorn sat for the first time in hours, leaning against a gnarled tree stump, he took out his whetstone and ran it, per <laughs> ran it purposefully along the length of his blade. This is not even the smutty oh, I'm bit. I'm so excited. In his heart, he didn't hold much hope for Merry and Pippin, babies, but he would not give up on them. He would certainly be ready if and when they finally caught up with their captors. Legolas reappeared. Hold <laughs> you did this so deliberately, holding a bulging skein of water. Refilled from the brook, Aragorn could hear trickling somewhere way off in the distance. Oh my God, yes, a babbling brook in a cottage. The elf offered it drink. The waters here will revive you, enriched as it is with the strength of the Ents. Aragorn had heard rumour of Entwine as it was... Entwine. 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 Do you get where the... Entwine. Entwine is a thing. Entwine. And entwined is when two things are meshed together. Thank you for explaining the word entwine to me. Hey, no worries. So Entwine, please continue. <laughs> He's so fucking proud. This is incredible. Had heard rumour of Entwine, as it was often called, about its purported magical properties. He drank thirstily, caring not that the excess <laughs> flowed through his beard down my god, down his chin and neck. <laughs> I'm not there's not even at the smut yet. He's just having a he's just having an innocent drink. I know, but flowed through his beard down his chin and neck, feeling it wet, his undershirt to his chest. The elf was right. This water had an altogether different sapidity. Oh, good word. Great word, right? Great word. Did you Google it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he felt enriched, nourished, almost instantly less fatigued. Was his mind deceiving him? He was tired, exhausted. Afraid mind could play all sorts of devilish tricks. He handed the skin back to Legolas, who had been watching him carefully. I'm not surprised. We must be vigilant, began the elf, aloof as he always seemed to be. These woods harbour stranger things than orcs. The moonlight illuminated his delicate frame just so. 
His pale skin? His pale skin and fair hair took on a pearlescent quality to Aragorn. He'd often looked upon Legolas in this way, as if finding some delicate treasure to be held, cherished and protected. Of course, the Prince of Mirkwood was no mere trinket or trophy, but an ancient and ruthless warrior from a royal bloodline of his own people. In this moment, standing before him in the tranquility turning the page, of the Glen, Legolas looked to Aragorn like the very embodiment of power and beauty. It might be the Entwine talking, but he was entranced. He stood and walked to join the elf. What do you see out there? He asked. Nothing, came the unexpected reply. We're alone. Legolas turned to the ranger, his azure eyes piercing, glinting in the moonlight. The coast is clear. He padded padded slowly towards Aragorn, eyes fixed upon him. Aragorn felt weak. We are alone, he repeated as he unclipped his quiver, letting it fall to the grass behind him. He set down his bow alongside it and took another step closer. We are alone, he whispered this time, his mouth now tantalizingly close to Aragorn's. I should get some rest, the man replied weakly without conviction. His heart skipped and his mouth went suddenly dry as he felt the elf's fingers (laughs) entwine with his own. He hadn't felt the touch of another for what felt like an age and never felt a touch such as this. He gazed deep into Legolas's eyes, vast pools of unfathomable depth. He was entranced, bewitched. He had looked upon the elf many times, but now, here, in the most unlikely of places, his desires had been made manifest. He opened his mouth again to offer another flimsy protest. But instead, Legolas moved moved swiftly and decisively in, pressing his lithe frame against Aragorn's. Their mouths hovered, oh my god, yes, this is so good. Their mouths hovered a bowstring's breadth apart for a few agonizing seconds before the ranger could take it no more. Their mouths locked, Aragorn's free hand taking up a handful of blonde hair, sinking into a deep, powerful kiss. Man, this is incredible. Aragorn lost all sense of time and place, lost in the moment, their tongues danced in endless waltz. Long could he waited for this moment, this tender, forbidden moonlight coupling. He felt Legolas's hands move to his neck and then danced down his chest towards his belt. His fingers deftly worked the buckle free, and gravity did the rest, his britches crumpling to the floor. Aragorn did not have time to feel vulnerable or exposed, as Legolas turned his attention to his own attire, dexterously stepping out of his hose and letting his tunic fall to the floor. Aragorn fumbled with the buttons on his own tunic, but was forced to forget them entirely, as Legolas took up his hefty manhood. There it is. Oh, I should have said name three (laughs) <laughs> three words for penis. Um, his hefty manhood, breaking off the kiss to look down in admiration at what he held in his hands. Oh, my captain, my king, he said with an impish grin. <laughs> Can't read this when you're sat there before he started. Also, it's fine yes, for me to do is. it. Yes, it is. Before, <laughs> before he started rhythmically working. <laughs> R- working what, Georgie? <laughs> this is evil. Working on the man's engorged cock. oh my glasses have gone steamy Aragorn tried and failed to steady himself as Legolas expertly toyed with him every stroke the work of a great artist painting a masterpiece with his body he was breathless his (laughs) I knew you were looking for an excuse to use this he was breathless his cock beating with anticipation he slid his own hand down to Legolas's perfectly flat stomach and found him hard and ready he had barely acquainted his hands with the elf's perfect member before Legolas pushed his hand away and then spun the ranger by the shoulders, facing away from him. Aragorn put his hands out to steady himself, his palms facing, no, his palms finding the rough bark of the mighty oak. The elf's lips suddenly appeared at his neck, kissing, licking, teasing, biting. He was helpless, hopeless in his embrace, but his heart raced as Legolas <laughs> teased his tongue slowly down his spine, then dropped to his knees behind the king in exile his face pushing into his rump, his tongue searching. <laughs> oh my God. His tongue searching, probing new exhilarating depths. I would just like to say that um, <laughs> rimming is a tag on this piece. As it should, as it I was be. glad it, but it popped up on the autocomplete when I typed <laughs> R-I-M. Of course it did. Of course it did. <laughs> take a moment, take a moment um, if you need to study yourself. <laughs> Aragorn couldn't catch his breath, same bro, and his knees trembled. And then he felt the elf's slender hand reach between his legs from behind and resume bringing him closer and closer to the precipice. Aragorn, writhing in ecstasy, reaching back, gripped Legolas by the hair, pushing in his his voracious tongue deeper and deeper. 
He stood on tiptoes as if being lifted from the ground, ascending to some higher spiritual plane. That's one of my favourite lines in this. It's good. It is good. I, um, do you know what the bowstring is still taking some beating from me I gotta say oh the bowstring takes a beating <laughs> in a minute I was, fuck, I was so mad that you're I so red it's I unbelievable um, this was too much <laughs> this was too much he could take no more of this endless pleasure and then he heard the soft clinking of glass below and small small and I'll start that again <laughs> and then he heard the soft clinking of glass below and saw a small crystal vial rolling in the grass as the elf's hand slicked his cock with oil he could barely keep up with what was happening. Couldn't make sense of it. What more pleasure coils could there be? As he chased these thoughts, he found Legolas suddenly standing in front of him, pushing between the man and the tree, arching his back enticingly, working more oil between his pert, perfect cheeks. Aragorn smiled, pushed his foot between Legolas's ankles and forced them apart. This, did you, what did you do to research this? Just out of interest. I just closed my eyes. <laughs> 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 I just, I'm just an empathetic person. Is it Matt an empath writing gay porn? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, um, uh, where was I? Um, Kicking his ankles apart. I know, I know. I just, everything's happening so quickly. Um, the elf glanced coquettishly over his shoulder. It was now Aragorn's turn to take control, and he guided his cock into Legolas, who pushed back just so, deceiving his king gratefully and completely. He used the tree to brace himself as Aragorn slowly pulled back and pushed in, feeling every inch of his impressive manhood delving into him. The ranger went slowly, deliberately, trying to bend time to his will. That's good. But he couldn't help himself, and the pace steadily quickened as Aragorn found his rhythm. Long, plunging strokes made the elf gasp with pleasure, and the man quickened again, now pounding into the elf from behind, building to an explosive crescendo. <clears throat> I can feel you're close, Legolas panted. Aragorn was. It took every ounce of fortitude to keep it so, but he knew he couldn't last much longer. Before Aragorn could answer, the elf was on his knees, taking the full length of his bulging, <laughs> bulging cock in his mouth, working it deeper into his velvet-like throat. Very good. Uh, here's a fun fact. Oh, dear. I originally said velveteen. Because I thought <laughs> like the velveteen rabbit. I thought velveteen was the word that described the properties of velvet, but it isn't. It's a cheaper version of velvet. Yeah, and he's a classy boy. He's not. He's go. not cheap. His yeah. velvet like got throat. velvet like throat. There we go. Very good. Aragorn's knees shook. He felt the warmth rise in him as the elf went faster and faster. Legolas knowing exactly how to bring him to the very edge, and that is when he felt the elf's hands reach under between his legs. He felt Legolas push his skillful fingers inside him. This was it. He couldn't hold it in any longer. He burned, he boiled, he felt like a dam inside him was about to burst. He threw his head back, arched his spine, and let out a guttural, almost primal roar as he reached a staggering, ecstatic climax. Very good. He looked down at Legolas, lips parted, glistening with the last droplets of Aragorn's regal release. That rattling, regal release? That rattling was me shaking my fist in the air, my bracelets rattling, by the way. Very good stuff. The elf smiled and took his king in his mouth once more, <clears throat> as if hungry for more. Aragorn playfully protested for a minute's respite, but he too wanted more. It's all he wanted. In this moment, he'd forgotten about everything existing beyond this glen, beyond these two bodies entwined as one. But this moment, this brief, beautiful moment, was about to be brought to an abrupt and violent end. He heard something behind them, the telltale snap of a branch in the undergrowth. Someone or something was approaching. He turned back to Legolas, but the elf, with his heightened senses, had heard it first. Maybe he'd heard it whilst they were still one. Either way, he was gone. Aragorn frantically looked around, searching for both friend and foe in the dark. He heard the whistle of an arrow disappearing between the trees, then the familiar sound of impact and a body crumpling to the ground. He searched for whence it came, and eventually found Legolas fully dressed, with another arrow knocked and ready. He looked back at his king and smiled, the moonlight catching a silvery thread of Aragorn's effluent on his chin. <laughs> he shot the arrow without looking into the dark, and once again it found its target. Legolas delicately wiped his chin with his fingertip and then licked it clean. He knocked another arrow and looked Aragorn up and down, naked and exposed. What's this, he said with a smirk. A ranger caught off his guard. He fired the arrow, then disappeared into the gloom. Thoughts? Did you enjoy that one? Did you enjoy Entwined? The cle very clever title that I, uh, I came up with. It was originally called The Pursuit. Because I'm, I like cover titles because they're pursuing the Uruks in the in the canon, but then the pursuit of 
Aragorn and Legolas. I wanted to give that idea, but then I actually wrote Entwine because I remembered that from the, the the books, and then I was like, oh, actually, that's the same as Entwined, which I've already used twice because I don't have much <laughs> imagination. And I was like, hang on, have I stumbled across? You never know if I'm clever or stupid. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a fine line. There's a, there's a, there's... I don't have much imagination, says the man who just handed me four pages of gay porn that he wrote. Yeah, I'm on my lunch break. I would like to thank the person who wrote the previous one for for the inspiration for that, because um, yeah, there was a lot of that in there. I think so. Do you, do I do I get a passing grade based on my uh, my written work? Yeah, and not just my oral exam. <laughs> don't call it that. <laughs> uh, uh, my my speaking my speaking you. and comprehension exam. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Yes. Yeah. Stop asking me questions. It was really good. <laughs> so is that the kind of thing that you would read and yes. enjoy and look for? Yes. Oh, God, that's so good. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I really enjoyed writing those. Did I really you? did, yeah. I think I probably could. I don't really know if I'm getting the like the gay dynamics right. <laughs> so like maybe if someone's got some feedback for me on that. Um, well, I mean, you got one thing right. Like, this is a bottom. <laughs> so you got that right. Right. Okay. Mm. I don't really know the difference. I don't yes, understand do. kind of what it means, but it's just like, I don't really, I, I can't represent that very well. It's just my own ignorance. I'm, but I'm here to learn. So if anyone wants to send me <laughs> gay pornography <laughs> so I can use as a, as research, then yeah, I'm into it. But yeah, I, I found it unexpectedly very enjoyable to write Lord of the Rings erotica. Did you? Yeah. Really? I, loved, I loved doing it. It was great. I will write. So I've got an AO3 account now. It's really good. Look look me up and see how much kudos I've got. Do you want me and, to do that and now? And views and stuff, yeah. It's really good. Thank you. Like, I, I've i read a lot of this in my life, in my time. Oh, luckily, I have AO3 open on my phone right now. Hmm. So, Neil, Evan, Dandelion, all, all one word. Here he is, bitch. <laughs> Four kudos, 46 hits on Entwined. Four kudos? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Four kudos also on Two Hearts, 26 hits. Oh, very nice. I hope that like people can can like I, the thing is, if one person's read it and said, "I like that," that's good enough for me. Don't stop. Does oh, someone have to comment? Oh, sweet baby. What you tagged it as my first smut. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. And, and I t- typed it as a joke, but that's a tag. So are the, are the tags correct? Yeah, they were right actually. Do you want to run through the tags for me on the uh, in, on Entwined? <laughs> Aragorn, Estelle slash Legolas, Greenleaf. Legless Greenleaf, Gimli, Son of Glory, Gay Sex. <laughs> now you can tell a, sta- a straight Gimli, man wrote Gimli it. Gimli Gay Sex. <laughs> Gimli Gay Sex. Um, anal Sex, Anal Fingering, Blowjobs, Ejaculate, Smut, Rimming, My First Smut. <laughs> is there any, do you think there's anything I missed there? No, Friends to Lovers? That's no, not, that's not no, it's not, it's no. not established enough. You could have done a, like, outdoor. Outdoor, okay, outdoor, right. Um, but... For my first smart, I'm pretty bloody pleased with it. It's really, really good. I think I might. I'm. I was. Good job on tagging established relationship for the um, Anake, Anake, Padman and pa- fucking out Padme Anakin one. Yep. Yeah. I no, that's just me being fussy. But Go no, on. very good. I would. I would put pregnancy in there somewhere. Would you? I yeah. did think about it, but then I was like, I don't want to put people off reading it. That's the whole. Not, <laughs> but that's like. No, but like it's, it's no, I know it's, it's such a small part of it. But then I think you, I will defer to you. I will, I'm going to edit those tags. Just watch me. I've just subscribed to Neil Evan Dandelion. Yes, I got my first subscriber. I mean, it's you, but yeah, I don't have any because I don't publish anything. <laughs> well, there you go. I've already published 200 percent more stuff than you. Exactly. So yeah, that was something that very nearly didn't happen because of the eight week waiting period to get an AO3 account, and then. <laughs> It was only just pure timing at the weekend getting it. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I've got to do that now. So, yeah, the last two lunch breaks have been spent writing that. Is this why you've been like, when I've been like, Matt, you're working too hard. And you're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> this is because you wrote That picture. is exactly it. And I didn't want to say, sorry, I'm writing gay porn. Not because I was embarrassed about writing gay porn. I just didn't know like what it would do to you. <laughs> I didn't want to set you off. So is that, as, a, as surprises go, is that is that a pleasant one? Yes. I'm glad. Well, that's yours now. You, Thank I mean, you. it's everyone's. I put it on the internet, but you can have those copies. Thank you. I tried to print it off AO, uh, actually off the AO3 thing, but yeah. it looks terrible. And I was like, I don't want like a boober who's printing <laughs> a website yeah, out and absolutely. giving it to you. More than you ever explaining to me, that was the top five best gifts I've ever received in my life. Yes. <laughs> I hope that that makes a nice end. Well, to I would think some people agree. Yeah. 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 
And what are we going to be doing in season two? Who fucking knows? How are we going to, how are we going to top that? Imagine I have to write gay porn every week. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. So basically just critique it. Yeah. It's going to be again. like a homework sesh. Yeah. yeah. So I think season two is still, well. Nebulous. It's nebulous in our minds, right? But the good thing is we've got a lot of ideas. We, we just do. don't know which ones are the best ones. Exactly. So I think we have, I think we can say when our rough idea for when we want to start putting season two content out yeah, is, we'll, right? We'll be back in October, did we say? Yeah, yeah. That's when we'll be back. Which is dangerous. You know why? Do you know what October is on AO3? You'll know this now. You're a writer. What? Kinktober. Kinktober? Mm-hmm. Shit, am I going to have to write something for Kinktober? It gets, it gets real rough real it quick. It gets spicy, does it? It gets not even spicy. It gets downright fucking disgusting very quickly. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. It's, there's first episode, Kinktober. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we will be back. I that's have, a threat. Yes. And a promise. That's a threat and a promise. Um, I've loved it. Have you loved it? I've absolutely loved it more than words can um, say. Thanks everyone genuinely for listening and showing your support. We were like... Just pleased that anyone's listening, first of all. Literally. And then it has kind of snowballed and a lot more people are listening now than were like four episodes ago. Yeah, uh, like I obviously have faith in us, kind of, and like our dynamic. And I know that we're having fun doing this. And we've said from the very start, we just wanted to do it to do it because it's fun. But I'm mm-hmm. actually a little bit surprised at how many people listen to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so many people that I work with have said, I can't look you in the eye now. <laughs> Yeah, weirdly, none of them seem surprised about it from me. Yeah, from you, yeah, from me. They're like, you know, meetings and stuff, just like, yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of months, and we hope you can join us on the next part of my voyage through the disgusting waters of fanfiction. Don't say disgusting, um, you fucking Do you think, it. I know, do you think we've got this outro nice and polished now? I'd say... Apple! Spotify Podbean Podbean I'm going to keep saying it until Pod we put racer. it on Podbean Pod racer. Pod racer No that's what I call Podbean Pod <laughs> Yeah now this is Podbean no, This yeah. is Podbean um, Now that's what I call Podbean is the, is the soundtrack <laughs> album It's the compilation um, Yeah like and subscribe Give me kudos Give Find that. me on AO3 I'm I will link convince... it in the show notes yes. I will convince Georgie to publish some of her Come back work. next season And, and you'll we'll get you'll get a fanfic from me Yeah that's a guarantee Deal? Threat slash promise Yeah I mean I've got one that I'm writing at the minute That I'm vibing with So if you like anime and reader insert mm, you Come know back I next do. season Thank you everyone Goodbye Goodbye